Welcome back to our podcast. This is Ms. Murphy with the Microbiology Block 3 class, and we're here to do some Q&A about antibiotic resistance. Today, we're going to look at some factors that are contributing to the problem. So, Maya, what can you tell me is one reason why antibiotic resistance is becoming a problem? Um, it's becoming a problem because as... Um as people develop and we have new technologies and we have different ways of using our bodies, every body is so different and we have new antibiotics forming and that I think that we aren't tested properly to how we will react to the antibiotics and then that's very dangerous and also um, they're extremely contagious, these germs that resist antibiotics so we don't even know that we're spreading them and we might not even know that we have resistant germs in our bodies. And so I think that it's just we're so unaware and absent-minded about this that it's just the whole thing is so dangerous. Um, Hunter, what is some... add a little to that. Oh, thank you. Um, I would say that... I would say that in the late 1940s to the 50s through 60s, there was a scientific revolution, not like an actual scientific revolution, that was a different event, but there was the revolution of antibiotics and way to fight and ways to fight bacterial infections. But since then, the companies have been more man- more concerned with maintaining their own bottom lines. So the result of that is that not a lot of new and improved antibiotics have been made and not as much research has been put into it as could be. And the additional research, which requires funding, would help, would possibly help to eliminate antimicrobial resistance, but that research has not been done, or if it is being done, it's severely underfunded, and that is the boat we're in today. And And the terrible thing about antimicrobial resistance is that we take an antibiotic, we take a ZPAC, and the studies have shown, the surveys have proven that a majority of Americans pop antibiotics like they're nothing. I feel like I feel like I have a, my throat is sore, so I'm going to take a Z-pack. That is not what uh, that is not a thing you should do. Antibiotics should be a last resort infection. And the second worst thing is that you take the Z-pack, but you only take the first three days of it, and you say, "Oh, I'm feeling all better now." It doesn't kill all the bacteria if only you take half of it. Yes, you touched on two of the major contributing factors to antibiotic resistance is that we take them, doctors prescribe them without even knowing if we have a bacterial infection. So we may just go to the doctor for a sore throat or, you know, mommy takes her little three-year-old to the doctor. Oh, my kid is screaming. She, you know, has a really bad sore throat. Doctor gives her antibiotics. Maybe it's not even strep. Maybe it's just, you know, a virus takes the antibiotics, it doesn't do anything because she doesn't have a bacterial infection. And second, when we take the antibiotics, we don't take them appropriately. But what is another factor that is unrelated to, per se, like actually taking the medication for ourselves, something that's going on in another economical sector of, particularly in the United States, that's contributing to antibiotic resistance? labs like for and they're also using it to when with their animals overuse and then it transports into our foods yes that's what i was going for is that they are adding the antibiotics not so much it's they've reduced it but they were adding antibiotics to the feed for poultry for 
for um, cattle, for um, different animals that humans, particularly Americans, consume in the two reasons. One, because they were keeping them in such close proximity that their risk of disease was increased. And also they thought it would make them fatter faster. So they were giving them the antibiotics in the hope to make them get bigger, um, keep them healthier. But yet that antibiotics gets transported to us when we consume these, well, if you eat meat, if you consume these um, animals that have been given the antibiotics and thus only exacerbating this problem. Anything else that we would like to add about this alarming phenomenon? Um, I would just like to say that although you can't really do much to avoid it, like there are precautions you can take, like um, just having better hygiene and like not getting prescription antibiotics if it's not for a major problem that your doctor recommends and try to find like alternatives if it's just um, something like you're like slightly in pain about and your doctor recommends that you can do so and to just always like go see your pharmacist or doctor or community health center if you think something is going on. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in to our amazing microbiology podcast. Thanks for having us. Bye.